Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, gold Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989-898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989-898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989 with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989-898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. All right, welcome to... The Savage Nation, where psychological nudity made its name. You know, psychological nudity is the watchword of my show. What does that mean? It means what I think is what I say. You've heard it for 25 years, a quarter of a century, psychological nudity. In other words, I rip the mask off, the veneer comes off, the plaster comes off, the stucco comes off, and what you hear is what you're thinking. Some of you don't even know you're thinking it until I say it. Then you say, you know, he's right. I am thinking that. And it can be very embarrassing and it can be very, very uh, threatening. I understand that. But uh, it's too late for me to change. I'm too far down that road to change it. And big changes are coming in January where you will only be able to hear me on a podcast. And very shortly, hopefully within the next week or two, on the right side of michaelsavage.com, you will see how you can get that podcast. Now, I don't want to disappoint you, but it will be a subscription-based podcast. It's that simple. There's no such thing as a free lunch. It's that simple. That's what it's going to be. So if you want to hear me, that's what it's going to be. And you're going to get the same kind of show you've gotten for a quarter of a century. It'll be every day. I think it'll be four to five times a week, maybe more, more or less. And it'll be on the order of what you've been used to hearing. And I'm looking forward to it because there'll be no breaks for ads. I love the ads, but there'll be no breaks for ads because there won't be any ads. Uh, It's going to be clean. It'll be like watching something that, like a fight you watch. I watched the fight Saturday night, right, on ESPN. You know, I didn't have to pay for that one, but it was a great fight. How many of you saw that fight? The Russian versus the Hispanic kid? Wow, what a fight that was. The Russian guy held four belts, and the uh, young Hispanic kid, 22 years old, beat him. It was a tough fight. 
great night uh, Saturday night. I love to watch those fights because it's it's naked. You talk about psychological nudity. I mean, how much more naked does it get than people beating the hell out of each other? Of course, the UFC is better than boxing in a way because it's more brutal, and that's truly what man is, a brutal beast, a horrible beast, a horrible, brutal beast. <laughs> uh, so what's in the news today? Well, welcome. Let's roll up our sleeves together on the Savage Nation. Who will win the presidency? So there's a guy I don't know named Nate Silver. I have no idea who he is, what he looks like. You say a name, I think of a skinny hipster living in Brooklyn somewhere. He would look like Wolf Blitzer as a young man with a beard before Wolf Blitzer's beard turned gray, a left-wing fanatic. And um, he says Trump's lost already, that there's no chance for Trump to win. So we look back to his website, and in 2016, his election forecast was strangely identical to what it is now. He said Hillary Clinton's chance of winning was 71.4%, and Donald Trump's was 28.6%. So I think he took the same chart. And now he's applying it to Donald Trump. And I don't know how he became a guru. I don't know who this guy is. Nate Silver this, Nate Silver that. Trump's chance of winning is zero, less than zero. I'm not so sure it's over yet. I'm all in for Donald Trump. I think the comeback kid is going to come back and win. We will see in a very short period of time. But I'm trying to say to you the polls are what they always were, biased and twisted the way the moderators are. And I blame Trump's um, campaign people for putting him up for those moderators. I don't blame Trump. He goes and he does what they set him up to do. I'm sure he oversees it, but he's also running a nation and and trying to keep the world from killing each other. You know, I had dinner last night with the smartest woman I know, and I said to her, do you see how insane these people are? There is no war on the planet that we are involved in. The Arabs and Jews have a a piece for the first time in our lifetime because we watched the movie called Munich last night by Spielberg a work of genius when the PLO was blowing up planes that was about when the Palestinians captured the Israeli athletes at the Olympics in Munich and killed them one by one in cold blood while their hands were tied it was so heartbreaking to watch it but then the Jews sent out the Mossad hitmen who hunted every one of them down and killed them one after the other And it was amazing to me to watch that again in these days because Spielberg would not and could not make such a movie today. He would not make it. Hollywood wouldn't pay for it. But the point is, there's no war in the Middle East. The world didn't blow up. Planes are not being hijacked. Why? Well, you know, what's interesting to me, really interesting to me, to show you how liberalism really is a mental disorder, liberals, especially, I'm sorry to say liberal Jews, I know it's like, uh uh-oh, there he goes again, Liberal Jews impress me with their idiocy. Here is a man, Donald Trump, who has made the Middle East safe for Israel, Middle East safe for Jews. First flight from the UAE a few weeks ago. And yet 99.9% of them say he's an anti-Semite and they're going to vote for the true haters of Jews, which would be the the faction behind Joe Biden. I can't understand it. How do they keep committing suicide over and over again? Generational? I don't get it. But you have peace in the Middle East is the point. Compliments of Donald Trump. Do you understand peace in the Middle East? Do you understand that that was a plague on the planet for for, for so many years? We thought that the world would go to war over Israel. There's no war in the Middle East. Donald Trump did it. He brought peace to the Middle East. Does he get credit for it? No. No. The liberals say he's a warmonger. He's a fascist. He's a this. He's a that. 
because liberalism is a mental disorder. Here's another story. There's a video on michaelsavage.com that says a professor ties black female obesity to Trump policies and racism. Now, on the face of it, that's totally insane. How can you say people are obese because of Donald Trump? Unless you're crazy. How can you blame him for everything wrong with your own life? Unless you're weak and crazy. That's what just happened here. Again, again. Now, Trump warns a nation without borders is not a nation after vicious beheading in France. That is right out of one of my previous books. It's a direct quote. I'm glad that his campaign staff finally found all the quotes again that he used to get elected in 2016. Of course, a nation without borders is not a nation. A border defines a nation. I define what a nation is through my definition that a nation is defined by borders, language, and culture. There is not a nation on earth that is not defined by its borders, language, and culture. Let's look at Mexico, a proud people. They're defined by their borders, their language, and their culture. There's not a nation on earth that is not defined by its borders, language, and culture. And yet if Biden wins, there will be no borders. The nation that you know as America will literally disappear within a few years because the forces behind them are the most radical in the history of this world. You think this is a dire warning? You think it's made up? You think it's invented? That means you do not know history. Because if you actually study what they want to do, you will see what this nation, what will happen to this nation if the radicals in the Democrat Party, who have such an extensive set of plans over the next few years to undo this nation, that you have to understand it's real. They will abolish our borders. They will enact an agenda that is more left-wing than FDR's New Deal. What does that actually mean? Mean? You think this is just rhetoric? They're on paper with this. The left wing behind Biden, especially on the Nancy Pelosi, Kamala Harris side, will change the goal from equality of opportunity and race relations to equal results. In other words, it doesn't matter if you're a moron. They will make sure that everyone has an equal income, equal wealth, and equal power. That's called absolute communism. They will push for reparations in slavery. They will pursue the Marxist Black Lives Matter movement's demand to defund the police. They will open an immediate path to citizenship and the vote, the ballot box, for DACA dreamers. They will end all deportations, even of mastermind criminals. They will grant amnesty to all 40 million illegal immigrants in the United States. They will end ICE. They will open America's borders. They will, cru- they will actually cripple the borders. They will erase the borders to permit America to become the most racially, socially, and culturally diverse society in the history of man. And this multiculturalism does not work anywhere. Look at France and the beheading. They will destroy the U.S. Senate by giving statehood to D.C. and Puerto Rico. That will add four new communist senators on the Democrat side. It will make us a bilingual nation. They will destroy the Supreme Court by packing it, by adding two new justices. They will end your income as you know it. They will raise taxes on estates, meaning estates have been taxed already by the time you retire. And they will tax your taxes again. They'll raise taxes on estates, capital gains, 
personal income, corporations and payrolls. They'll cripple the economy. They will end all carbon emissions. How will they do that? By insanely halting offshore drilling. They will destroy any reliance on coal, gas or fracking. They will grant free education to everyone from pre-kindergarten to college. Look what that has done to the Ivy League schools. They've turned them into cesspools. And, my friends, they will eliminate the filibuster, and that will be the end of any kind of chance to block this radical communist agenda. Will it be the French Revolution? Will we have guillotines on every street corner? No. But the America that you know will be over. The BLM radicals, the Antifa killers, remind you every day what they want to do. They started by smashing statues, icons, and windows. Now they're smashing Jesus figures. They're breaking church windows. What they want to do is tear down Western civilization. You may not know that because sleepy old Joe is making believe he's nice old Joe. But remember, he's not the, he's not the issue. Joe is an actor. For that matter, all politicians are actors on this stage of life. We are all actors, as Shakespeare told us. But some of us actors have more influence and power than others. If you go on Twitter, you have no influence. It's just a tweet. But if you are a president, a senator, congressperson, you have influence. You change policy. And sometimes one president can change policy, and it can never, ever be undone. Look what Obama did to this nation. I'll be right back. Savage. October is National Cybersecurity Awareness Month, a collaborative effort to make sure every American has what they need to stay safe and secure online. Individuals and organizations are being reminded, if you connect it, protect it. And we are all encouraged to take proactive steps to enhance cybersecurity and protect our part of cyberspace. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day we put our information at risk on the Internet. You could miss certain identity threats by just monitoring your credit. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If you become a victim of identity theft, LifeLock can help you restore your identity easier than what you can do on your own. If they detect your information has potentially been compromised, they'll send you an alert. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. LifeLock can see threats that you might miss on your own. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year. Go to lifelock.com slash savage. That's lifelock.com slash savage for 25% off. Lifelock.com slash savage. That's a breaking news sounder, and it's not really international news, but it's a news story that's crazy. It came out a minute ago. New Yorker magazine suspends writer Jeffrey Tubin for showing penis during Zoom call. Okay, say, so, all right, come on, you're not Howard Stern. Stop with the penises. The man made a fortune because he's the dirtiest mouth in the history of media. A filth bag, a bum, a dirt, a mook, an insecure guy with a small one that got very far based upon a wig. So Jeffrey Tubin is someone you never heard of, but he is a, uh, I don't know, he's on TV a lot. He exposed himself on a Zoom call between magazine colleagues and WNYC workers, a report said Monday. Who does a thing like that? <laughs> Stop. I, what? 
What is sources said the website told the suspension stem from Tubin, a Harvard Law School grad who also serves as CNN. Ah, uh, CNN's legal. All right, legal analyst showing his privacy during the online meeting. Tubin is a staff writer to New Yorker and famously covered the O.J. Simpson trial in the 1990s. So why would someone do a thing like that unless they're insane? Liberalism is a mental disorder, but are they reaching this point now? Where they pull out their schmindel? In the middle of a, a Zoom call, you pull out a schmindlach? How does a guy do a thing like this? Now, I don't know whether he actually pulled a schmendel out. or well, I really don't know. But the, he was suspended from the New Yorker. They said Jeffrey Tubin has been suspended while we investigate the matter. Oh, you can make a lot of investigate the matter. He says, I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake believing I was off camera. I apologize to my wife, family, friends and co-workers. Uh, that marriage is not long for the world. That's all I can say. So, I, <laughs> you know what I think is going on? Why I'm even telling you the story? I believe this is going on because everyone's losing their mind from the lockdowns. Everyone is locked up. They have no social life. They have no outlets, no movie, no theater, no, no, no museums, nothing. You can't see your friends. You can't see your family. Even Fauci, the lunatic, the other day said, you should cancel Thanksgiving. I thought that was really sick of him. He's a demented power-mad lunatic. Don't visit your family because Hitler, because, because he said so? You can't go and visit your family and have social distancing? Who the hell do these people think they are? They're power mad. But as a result of the social isolation, people are cracking up. I mean, that, that explains why the guy would, if he actually did pull out a schmindle, I don't know if he did, but he, he apologized for doing it. The New Yorker suspended him, so he probably pulled out a schmindlock. I don't know. Who would do a thing like this? It just shows you what's behind the white shirt and tie when you take away the camera. New Yorker suspends writer Jeffrey Tubin for showing penis during Zoom call. Well, there's CNN. Come on. You think he's the only one on CNN who would do a thing like that? Are you joking? Thank you, Rob. Robert's having fun today. He's like, he's free and easy because Jim's not here. We have, a, we have the substitute call screen. And we're all giddy. We're all getting giddy and happy. You know, Saturday night, I got to tell you, I, I was cracked. How much can I take of Sid the social isolation? So I have a friend who said there's a local uh, prize fighter. He's retired now, who's a big fan of yours. He's having a little party at his house. I said, no, I, I can't go. I said, I'm afraid of COVID and this, and I don't want to go. He said, I said, I'll wear a mask, and I won't touch anything. So I go to the nicest guy in the world. The guy loved me. I have a picture of him. I don't want to even mention his name because his neighbors will cause him to kill him. I don't want to mention. So I went to the house. I didn't say hello to him. I didn't touch anyone. I... um wore a mask i did social distancing but you know i got to meet a wonderful human being the guy's a big fan of the show what i'm trying to say is as a result of the social isolation i decided to risk my life by <laughs> going to someone's house for a small gathering i literally had to calculate should i risk my life by going to this guy's house for a gathering of three guys and his wife and like some snacks. I didn't eat anything. I drank a, a light beer with like a, a glove on. It's crazy. We're living in total paranoia. But I went because I can't take the social isolation. Now, no one assume I'll wind up doing what Jeffrey Tubin did. That's not my style. But I'm saying, don't you feel we're all cracking up from the social isolation? I believe COVID is killing us. Back in a minute to give you all the news, views, and reviews you've come to expect right here on the Savage Nation. Savage. We all know losing weight is tough, and with COVID lockdowns, many of you are probably experiencing weight gain. Well, uh, 
Are you ordering too much takeout? Heading for the snack cabinet too often? Loading up on sweets? Are you lacking the energy you once did and wanting to drop a few pounds but not sure how to get started? Luckily, Nutrisystem is here to help you get back on track. Nutrisystem is simple and convenient with delicious meals delivered right to your door with little to no meal prep required. Their menu includes burgers, pizzas, and even snacks. Millions of people have lost weight with Nutrisystem. Nutrisystem offers perfectly portioned foods delivered right to your door. That means no shopping in busy grocery stores. With Nutrisystem, you can lose up to 18 pounds in your first two months. The plan is clinically proven to put your body in fat-burning mode and helps you achieve safe and healthy weight loss. Nutrisystem helps you lose weight and learn how to keep it off. Order Nutrisystem now. Just go to Nutrisystem.com slash savage and you're going to get 50% off. Nutrisystem.com slash savage. Like, I hate when people talk about black women being obese. I hate it. Because it becomes a way to blame us for a set of conditions that we didn't create. We are living in the Trump era. And look, those policies kill our people. You can't get access to good health care, good insurance. The research says that black women, when we do the same diets as white women, we lose less weight and we lose it slower. And what public health practitioners think is that our stress responses in the body change our metabolism. It's literally that the racism that you're experiencing and the struggle to make ends meet actually means the diet don't work for you the same. I'm with you. But That's a I professor. think it's also really important. Let's stop. Let's stop. That's a professor now. That's a professor, Brittany Cooper, who says black female obesity is related to Trump policies. My friends, the disease has metastasized probably to an irreplaceable, incurable level. I told you years ago that if Trump cured cancer, let's say he had been working with the NIH, funding a certain secret division, and they suddenly came up with a cure for a cancer, and he got up and announced that his scientists under his direction, because he funded them and he listened to, finally, they would say Trump did not, Trump held back the cure for cancer for six months. He tried to give people cancer. <clears throat> because the mental illness of liberalism is it has spread through the whole society. You blame black female obesity to Trump policies and you're a professor and no one says, lady, you're crazy. How could you do a thing like this and call yourself a professor? Well, whatever. I don't even have to tell you these things. So let's go to my website for a minute and see what other stories may be of uh, interest to you. Now, my show on Friday was an all-timer, bigger, bigger winner than ever. It is on a podcast, Is America at the End of Its Lifespan, All Civilizations Crumble. It's a brilliant show. And then I tied it with Big Tech Needs to Be Broken Up. It's an interesting combo because Big Tech is connected directly to the end of our lifespan as a nation. Did you elect Jack Dorsey or Mark Zuckerberg to have more power than the president? I never saw them on a ballot. In essence, they are economic dictators. And antitrust legislation, the antitrust division of the U.S. Justice Department was created specifically to prevent any company from becoming too big because it not only crushes competition, but it becomes all-powerful and very dangerous for the society at large. 
Do you actually think that if Biden and Harris win, they're going to break up big tech when it's in the backyard of Nancy Pelosi? You're telling me that Pelosi's ties to big tech are not apparent to you? But, you know, the truth be told, big tech is also tied to Trump. That's why he didn't break them up. I mean, let's be clear. I mean, yeah, I got to be as clear as I can. You know, they have bought both parties. They own both parties. So the age of a Teddy Roosevelt coming to power and a populist message of bust the trusts and breaking up Standard Oil, taking on John D. Rockefeller, I think is over. I don't know how this ends, but I do know we're living in a time that is very dangerous when a guy like Zuckerberg or Jack Dorsey has more power than the presidency, right? And that ties to another story. The, the Twitter uh, police had the nerve to take down a tweet by uh, the gentleman named Dr. Atlas, who's a genius. He's a top Trump COVID advisor, who, by the way, I had him on the show before anyone ever heard of him because of my friend Howard, who's a great doctor. And so we, we had Atlas on back in March, and then the Trump people heard about him because I kept pressuring them to put him in there. And they moved uh, the scoff aside. They moved the uh, Fauci aside. And the top, the top Trump COVID advisor, Dr. Atlas, tweeted something where he said that masks don't work. And his tweet exactly, and his Dr. Scott Atlas, a great man, brilliant man, his tweet said, masks work, question mark, no. L.A., Miami, Hawaii, Alabama, France, Philippines, U.K., Spain, Israel, WHO, widespread use not supported. And then he said, plus many harms. And he quotes an article which shows the many harms of masks. What happened was they uh, took down his tweet. So one of the idiots from the third world who work for Jack Dorsey in the back room, who come from a, they come from a despotic society where there is no freedom of expression. And that's who these titans of Silicon Valley hire. They hire third worlders who come from, from countries where there's no freedom of speech and no freedom of, of expression. And they work for half the price of an American worker, which, is, which makes them ideal for Twitter or Facebook. So that some jerk in the back room takes down Dr. Scott Atlas's tweet on masks and they uh, black them out. And uh, tweet is followed up by Atlas, which says, this means the right policy is at real Donald Trump guideline. Use masks for their intended purpose when close to others, especially high risk. Otherwise, social distance, no widespread mandates. And he was knocked off, uh, off Twitter. And uh, that's the world we're living in, where some third world nobody can eliminate the words of a genius like Dr. Scott Atlas and uh, other geniuses like myself. I was, I was uh, put in Twitter prison a few weeks ago for something about COVID that they didn't agree with, and it was based on science. For some reason, Twitter and Facebook want you to be panicked about COVID day and night. They want you to fear everybody and everything. That It's in their interest to keep you locked up at home, okay? Now let's move on. John Voigt had a Twitter video. I'm surprised it's still up where he says Biden is evil and Trump must win. Now, John Voigt is a, I would say a friend of mine. I haven't seen him in a long while. In fact, I, I, I uh, emailed him today to come on the show, but he was traveling. And we have that sound of uh, Mr. Voigt, the great actor. Love him in every movie he's ever done, all the way back going to uh, Midnight Cowboy. I mean, I never saw this guy do a movie he wasn't great in. But he was best in this uh, Showtime series, right? Which I forget the name of. I don't remember the name. What's the show? Ray Donovan, great, great, great character. Every time he appears on the screen, he um, has such screen presence, John Voight does, 
he has such screen presence that literally he sucks all the energy out of out of every other actor on the, on the screen, including the lead actor. So here's a little bit of John Voight in his Twitter video where he says Biden is evil and Trump must win. Let's listen. Biden is evil. Trump must win. He's real. He will bring back the people's trust. These leftists are not for the American people. It's the biggest cover up ever. Biden is an extension of the policies of Obama that weakened America, and we cannot let that happen again. The left are deceitful and have lied to the American people. They have stripped down her mighty powers for their own ego of power to rule the nation's economy. Let us ask God to rid this horror, and let us hold a candle on this land of the free and bring her back to the place she once stood proud. She is God's liberty. She is God's love. She is freedom, dignity. And God will cast his healing breath across this land. He will vanquish deceit. And I assure you that Jesus, Moses, will stand their ground and ask all to vote for truths. Our land of the free will break her chains, and this will be. My children of God... Your only that's hope enough. is that's, to see. Right. It's a little too too religious for me, but okay, it's good. He means well. He actually believes what he says. I mean, I've been with John having breakfast, and he has a Bible with him. He has passages from the Bible. He actually reads the Bible and believes in the Word of God. So it's not fake. You know, he's not just doing. First of all, he's not making anything from this. Secondly, you know what God fearing people uh, do in Hollywood. They don't get work. They don't work there anymore because it's run by a bunch of devils. The devil's run Hollywood. Who do you think runs Hollywood? The devil runs Hollywood. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. I like movies. I mean, the devil's very entertaining, by the way. But uh, John means, I'm sure he means that. He didn't do it for, to make anything from it. Governor Cuomo blames feds for New York's COVID restrictions. Well, no, it's because of you. It's Meatball. Meatball's policies did it. But I love Cuomo's voice so much because it's so bad to listen to him. Let's listen to clip eight for a minute. Let's hear old Governor Meatball Cuomo. You remember what happened here. New York had many more cases. Uh, New York was the hardest hit because the fundamental, the first government error was we had a White House saying China virus, China virus, China virus. But it, it was Meatball. China virus. It, it was, was Meatball. The European virus. You're lying, Meatball. The virus didn't come to the United States. Yes, it from did, China. Meatball. It came from Europe. Stop. It migrated so the Meatball from- lies now and says the Wuhan virus came from France. Okay. Then he denies the fact that he and fellow Democrats called Trump a racist in February when Trump closed down travelers from China. Pelosi was in Chinatown. I'll say it till you finally hear me. Pelosi, the ice cream eater, was on. Uh, the air in February telling you to go to Chinatown and eat dim sum that it was perfectly safe to eat in Chinatown. This is while Trump was closing down travel from China. And of course, they want to blame him for everything that went on in their states that they closed down, just like the professor blames her obesity on Donald Trump. So I should blame what on Donald Trump? That I had a heart attack last December because of, are you crazy? Things happen to you that have nothing to do with anybody else. Whatever. What can I do? So Cuomo now is blaming Trump for the destroyed economy in New York State. Black female professor blames her obesity on Trump. Let's see what else. The guy who pulled out a Schmendel, did he blame it on Trump? Did he yet apologize? The guy who pulled out a Schmendrick, 
New Yorker probing Jeffrey Tubin for bizarre penis incident on Zoom call. Did he blame Trump for pulling out his schmenlach? I want to know. Has he yet gone on Twitter and said, I didn't mean to do it, but Trump got me so upset I had to exhibit myself. Is that what he's going to do next? You know, that might work with the, with the uh, CNN viewers. He could do a mea culpa on Wolf Blitzer or Jake Tapper's show and say, I did not mean to pull out my schmindle, but because I was so upset over Donald Trump, I exhibited myself during a Zoom call. Please forgive me, but it's not my fault. It was Trump. That <laughs> okay, what's next? Who else is blaming Trump for something? Fitness influencer dies from COVID after denying its existence. Really? Young guy? How do you like that? Ukrainian fitness influencer dies from COVID after denying it. Hey, listen, it's very real. Dmitry Zuzich, above 33-year-old who promoted healthy living, noted when he died from his hospital bed saying he woke up breathing during a trip to Turkey. and That's sad. But listen, I'm going to tell you right now. It is a very serious illness. He is a guy who is fit as can be, tough as nails, a fighter. He doubted the existence of the deadly bug. He got it and died. Be very careful, would you please? I'll be back. Savage. Okay, you know I'm a car guy. You know I've had a Hellcat. And with the ever-increasing numbers of cars like Dodge, BMW, and Volkswagen, and models like the Hellcat, X3, and Jetta, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. We all know that. I'm a car guy. And I'm telling you, why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while a counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com right in your home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other important things like the mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts in a chain store or new car dealership? when you could do it at home on your own computer. Now, you may not know this, but chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody, and reliably low they are. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible, rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Does not require this. You could just do it yourself. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Just go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet sets. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered right to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. But best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write SAVAGE in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. That's S-A-V-A-G-E. They have an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Don't stand online in an auto parts store and wait for the hostile clerk to get back to you. Go to rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock auto. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Yeah. 
I'm sorry, with all of the serious stuff we're talking about, you know, who's going to win the presidency, uh, Antifa throws torch into police car and beats up police, nothing happens to him. There was a protest in San Francisco by First Amendment supporters led by an African-American gentleman who's a Trump supporter. He was uh, punched in the face and beaten up by Antifa vermin. The cops intervened. The cops got beaten up. Nobody was arrested. And do you know what the vermin in the San Francisco newspaper, or I call it a hate paper, said? They called the attackers critics. They called the vermin in the streets who attacked the police and this black conservative critics. Pelosi, silent. Feinstein, just checking her Swiss bank account. But I want to go back to talk of the town New Yorker uh, probing Jeffrey Tubin for bizarre penis incident on Zoom call because he's a contributor to CNN and he acts like he's serious, you know, very knowledgeable about things, uh, constitutional things, Supreme Court, Awana Tubin. And yet he pulled out a schminlach in the middle of a Zoom call and they got, he got fired from, from the New Yorker or suspended. So I'm wondering if they suspended Tubin not because of the incident, because it didn't get enough hits. That's the only question I would raise. Was it the number of hits wasn't high enough on the Zoom call? That they, I don't know why they got rid of him. I mean, you know, that's, isn't flashing part of the liberal way? Is that something that they love doing? I don't know. Who can tell? Well, no vituperation today. Verbal abuse or condemnation is not my style. <laughs> not at all. I'm not Sid Vicious. I'm Michael Savage. Phone number is 855-407-282. Will there be uh, an upset? Will Trump pull out? miracle of 2016 is that what's going to happen because according to most polls biden's ahead in almost all of the major battleground states Pennsylvania, michigan wisconsin ohio north carolina georgia florida arizona and to win trump has to carry six or seven of those states and in national polls trump is even further behind because let's face it the media hates trump so much and loves the uh, the fantasy called biden that nothing that biden does that is bad is ever shown etc Westwood One Podcast Network. Spans of the spoken word. Welcome. This is a podcast. Greetings, pod recipients. You are entering the Savage Nation. Read the book. See the movie. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Don't try to break all the rules of broadcasting. I eat on the air when I'm hungry. I'm starving right now. You know, to me, it's one o'clock. I haven't eaten lunch. I'm dying here. You know what I did during the break? I heated up gnocchi and, and sauce. And if you think I'm not going to eat it during the opening, you're mistaken. You cannot put food around me. and not, I got, I'm, I'm sorry. I have, what do you want me to do? I didn't eat before the show. And that's the beauty of the podcast coming up. Because I'm going to record it in the morning. I won't even have to do this. I'll breakfast, then I'll do it. I'm going to do it with uh, drinking coffee and looking at the news. I'll start probably with the Drudge Report because he's become so anti-Drudge. It's actually campy. 
Drudge, I don't understand it. He's a friend of mine. I don't, I don't ask him why he's doing it. It's his business. It's his website. So I say, what do you want from me? It's his website. He wants to do that. I don't know what he's doing. Hold on. Mm. I wish I could tell you the brand. It's a no-cheese gnocchi. It's so good. It's a potato gnocchi. There's no wheat, no dairy, no nothing in it. There's nothing in it, but it tastes great. I don't know how they do it. But anyway, so the point is, you look at the headlines on the Drudge Report. What a show I could do here. Trump calls Biden criminal. Reporter is criminal. CNN dumb bastards. Another Republican senator distances. Darkest days of virus still to come. And he's getting the, the most horrendous pictures of Trump you could ever find. I don't understand this. I mean, Matt was in the White House. He ate with them. What's he doing? I don't really, you know, I don't know. It's his website, right? So what are you going to do? Mm. Then I'll go to my website. I won't eat anymore. I swear. I'll just take those two bites. I couldn't resist. Here, the Savage Nation website, michaelsavage.com, home of Borders Language Culture. Blah, blah, blah. Podcast is America at the end of its lifespan. That was Friday. Video, profitize black female obesity to Trump policies and racism. Okay. Ukrainian fitness influencer dies from COVID after denying it exists. Look at this guy, like an Iron Man. A 32-year-old, beautiful wife, beautiful children, an Iron Man. He got COVID and died. So, you know, you got to be careful out there. Please don't become cavalier and idiotic about it. I said I went to a new friend's house the other night. I wore a mask. I knew the risk. I didn't know anyone there. But I wore the mask. I even wore a mask in the car with the friends who drove me there. I made them wear a mask while driving because I, I just don't know what anyone has. Next story on the website. New Yorker suspends writer Jeffrey Tubin for showing penis during Zoom call. I can't let that go. I'm sorry. First of all, he's a CNN contributor, a left-wing fanatic. And what I like about Jeffrey Tubin showing his schmendel and getting caught on Zoom is that he pretended to be Mr. Serious about knew everything. You know, one of these legal, yes, well, of course, the Constitution. You know, the Constitution, like my watch everybody dies, maskless woman booted from plane coughs on passengers. So, oh, some Irish woman going from Edinburgh to Schmedinborough to Dublin to Edinburgh. Those women have tempers on them. Forget about it. Are you kidding? An Irish woman from uh, Dublin with red hair? Trump warns a nation without borders is not a nation after vicious beheading in France. He's right. I wrote about that for years. Borders language culture. Presidential debate commission ditches foreign policy focus following Hunter Biden laptop leaks. No kidding. Here's an interesting story. There is no Jewish vote. There are two Jewish votes diametrically opposed. 100% right. There's the liberal Jewish vote, which is suicidal. They say that Trump is an anti-Semite, even though... How many times do I have to say to you, he made peace between the Jews and Arabs? That's anti-Semitic, I guess. If you're, tra- if you're insane, crazy, yes, it's... Uh, okay. What else do we have to talk about? Antifa performs satanic ritual, pray to the chaos god. It's a, it's a video of them praying to Satan. Any more you need to know? Those are Joe Biden's stormtroopers, Antifa. Pennsylvania Union that endorsed Trump blasts Biden for claiming to have its support. Liar. Despite stage two virus rules in D.C., large crowds gathered for Women's March. No masks and no social distancing, but because they're left-wing fanatics, nothing happened. They attacked Amy. Amy. SF Hate Paper calls Antifa critics after they violently assault Trump supporters and police. Yeah, they call them critics after they break his, his jaw open. 
Watch Antifa throw flaming torch at the police car and you want to vote for more anarchy, more anti-police insanity. Look, I made my case. Now it's time for some calls. 855-407-282 is the phone number you can get on the show if you do. I'm still giving out free copies of our fight for America because the fight will only begin after the election. See, if Trump wins, the fight for America begins. If Trump loses, the fight for America begins even more so because you're going to have to fight with everything in you. Then you're going to have to be, you're going to have to step out and be heard as they start taking away your rights. So let's take some calls. Eric in San Francisco, line three, go ahead. You're on the air. What's on your mind? Hey, Doc, I need your uh, input on something. I've always agreed with your view on borders, language, and culture. And then I thought about Israel existing for 2,000 years without borders. And yet, in the 20th century, they finally found it incumbent upon themselves that they needed borders. And they got them. So, well, it's a simple answer. Didn't their neighbors around them have borders? Didn't um, Egypt have a border? Didn't Saudi Arabia have a border? Now, Saudi Arabia is a construct that was created in 1947 or 48, carved out of the desert as a gift to the um, the young King Faisal at the time. But, okay, but all the nations around them had borders, so they needed a border of their own, didn't they, to define themselves? Yes, they did. Uh, but could they have used the border much earlier, like a thousand years ago? I don't know. I wasn't around then. How would I know what they did thousands of years ago? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the ancient olive growers thought. They killed everyone in sight, the ancient olive growers. You looked at a woman wrong, they, they stoned you to death. That's how they kept the tribe. You look, you, you know, I don't know really what you're asking me. Could Israel exist without borders today? The answer is no. So what you're saying is they were a nation without borders for thousands of years, were they? What was the nation called? Well, they were. They no, but wait, what was the nation called for the thousands of years that the Jews had no homeland after they were kicked out of um, the area and then they came back from uh, Babylonia? What did they have? Tell me what they had. They had no border and they had to get one. Well, for one, they had the written word. They had the word of God. The Jewish people are a unique people in that to them, the word is the deed. The word of God is their definition. The definition of the Jewish people originally was the word of God. Am I right? Yes. Okay. So in that sense, you could say they didn't need borders because they had the word of God. That was their border, right? So that would be their culture and their language, the language Hebrew. Their culture was defined by God's word. So by adding borders, all I did was put a fence around what they already were. Good point. Thank you. All right. Thank you for helping me think this through while eating gnocchi. Uh, I'm not going to eat again. I, I kept looking at it. How can I not eat this stuff? What else is in the news? Let's take some more calls on the uh, program here. What is Trump's environmental stance? Or when are we going out on the boat? What? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take. I can't talk about a personal thing. Uh, Las Vegas. Okay, Richard, go ahead. What's on your mind? Las Vegas, go ahead. Hi, this is Richard calling from the federal occupied state of Nevada since 1864. I yes. voted early, like uh, tens of thousands of Americans. And now, due to news events, I want to change my vote. I want my vote back. I want it canceled. And I want to be able to go on November 3rd now 
and uh, vote differently. You see, this is the fatal, this is the flaw of early. I don't understand what you're talking about. You, you made a mistake? You made a mistake and you want the whole world to change the voting system for you? So this is the flaw of earlier and earlier voting in America, is it makes the distance between the, the first day that you can vote uh, more and more distant from Election Day, and many things can happen during that time period to make one wish that they could change their vote. There may be, a, there may be because of... Well, are you raising an interesting point that goes beyond your case, and that point to me is this whole issue of not voting in person. Aside from military, overseas, I would say there should be no nothing but in-person voting. And it should only be in one language, English. That would save the nation right there. I have been appalled that for the last 20 years in San Francisco, the ballot is in six languages. What nation on earth puts a ballot in six different languages other than a nation that is totally corrupted? What do you think about that? Shouldn't the ballot be in English only? No answer. I don't know about that. All, all I know is... Well, you don't know? Well, I do know. Why would they have it in six languages in San Francisco, other than the fact that illegal aliens are the reason that Feinstein's still in office and Pelosi is running like a dictator with no opposition? There should be one language only in a nation. It's called the language of the land. And if you don't know it, it means you're too stupid to even know what you're voting for. How the hell can you vote if you don't know what you are voting for? All you're doing is voting by, uh, by machine, whatever your union or your ethnic group tells you to vote. You don't know what you're voting for. Probably voting for more benefits. It should be English only. There should only be live voting except if you are in the military and overseas. And other than that, maybe rare exception if you're in a hospital and you're sick. Why should there be mail-in votes? Why shouldn't you have to go to a poll and me physically, mechanically vote? Tell me what's wrong with that. When you know and I know that there is such a large probability of fraudulent votes with mail-in ballots that it literally renders our vote itself meaningless. 855-400-7282. Here's a good call coming out of Wisconsin which is about the riots. I want to know why Antifa is not in prison. I want to know why the other rioters are not in prison. You know, I watched the show the other day about our special forces taking down ISIS. I see our men going out of airplanes in high-altitude, low-opening jumps into the most dangerous places on Earth, the most bravest men on the planet. These special ops guys who jump out of a plane in the dark with no parachute open. It's not open, right? It's not open, of course, till they get out. And they don't open it until they're over a certain altitude. And they land silently, and then they ditch the parachute, and then they go in a team, and they start killing the enemy with sniper rifles. I want to know, a nation that could defeat the most dangerous people on the planet cannot defeat a bunch of drug addicts in Portland? Why? Trump tried to send in the, send in the feds, and you called him a racist and a fascist, didn't you? So who are you blaming? Who are you blaming for it? Don't blame Trump. I will be back on the Savage Nation. Savage. Well, okay. Ukrainian fitness influencer dies from COVID after denying it exists. So right away, 
those of us who would like to believe the disease is nothing, it's not real, and it's not going to affect us say, well, he probably had an underlying condition. That's the first thing you would rationalize. I do not know if he did. I know the story set, takes the pictures of him show a really buff, phenomenal fitness instructor. 33 years old, promoted healthy living, beautiful wife and three children. And um, he notified his fans of his diagnosis from his hospital bed, saying he woke up with breathing difficulties during a trip to Turkey, developed a cough the next day. Tested after returning to Ukraine, diagnosed with the illness, goes to the hospital, bing. So how do you explain this? Would you, you know, I'm saying be very careful, you know. Don't assume it's all BS by the governors who want to control you. There's a high degree of that, yes. Yes. There's an overreaction by some governors and some governments, yes. But there's also a denial factor amongst many Trump supporters who keep denying that the disease exists because a moron in the radio business told you in March it was only a mild flu. And then you repeated the big lie that it was only a mild flu. And uh, then you repeated the big lie that all of the illness around the world was uh, magnified by those who want to hurt Trump. What sense does that make? So Vietnam wants to hurt Trump. Hungary wants to hurt Trump. Jordan wants to hurt Trump. Israel's in lockdown. Israel's Trump's best friend. And they're in total lockdown. Why? Because they want to hurt Trump. So please eliminate that rationalization. I know that in order to go forward in life, you have to not be scared. I know you have to pretend that you're immortal. That's what we do since we're children. We have to act as though we will live forever. But there's also the reality, the fact that I wrote this 30 years ago, microbes do not exist. I wrote it 40, 30 years ago in one of my health books. Microbes do not exist and microbes did not discriminate. Those are my words. They've been widely stolen and quoted recently, but they're true. I think I wrote it in Maximum, Immuni in Maximum Immunity, published in 1983 by Houghton Mifflin. It went into seven languages. It was a very important book in its time. And in it, I wrote, I think it was that book, Microbes, microbes you know, do not discriminate. You have to understand that they don't care who you are, if you're a communist, a nationalist, you know, whether you're this or that. The microbe is going to get you. These bugs will get you. So you got to be very careful. The hand washing is not stupid. The uh, mask wearing when you're around people is very smart. Now, of course, masks are mainly made to keep you from spreading it. If you're a complete moron and you run with a mask on, you're hopeless. You may as well just vote for, for uh, Biden. If you ride a bicycle with a mask on when no one's around you, you're a moron. I mean, I, can, I never saw anything like this. And I, the poor children, I mean, suffer the poor children. They put masks on little kids. Really sad to see this. So, you know, there's a lot of misinformation out there, but the disease is real, and it does affect healthy people. Take a look at that on my website, and you decide for yourself whether you want to risk it all. The phone number is 855-407-282. What is the number one issue for you in this election? You know what it is to me? The prosecution of the rioters in Antifa and BLM. Number one. I want the lawlessness stopped. I want law and order in my country. Without law, there could be no order. Without order, there could be no law. That's what I want. What do you want? Savage.
So the leading stories on michaelsavage.com is, well, two of them. New Yorker suspends CNN writer Jeffrey Tubin for showing penis during Zoom call. I made up the word schmindel or schmen. I have people asking how you spell schmindel. It's not really a word, but it describes his uh, uh, appendage in a way, a schmindel. It kind of has a, a schmindel sounds like what it must look like. And that's, I'm going to leave it at that. The other big story is Ukrainian fitness influenza dies from COVID after the dying it exists. So you look at the guy's picture, he's Iron Man, and you don't understand it. Tasso in, somewhere in California, you know Dimitri? Did you know him? Yes, I've known every kind of guy like this, Michael. I'm 68 years old and working out since I was 16 years old. I can tell you one thing for sure. You can get big or you can get cut, but you can't get big and cut unless you're on juice. It's the juice, Michael. These guys are trying to get cut all the time. Uh, so you think you think he was he was on steroids? Uh, absolutely, Michael. You, people who have been doing this, Michael. I'm talking about a father who fathered me. He fathered. He married my mother when he was in his sixties. I was. My mother was a child. He fathered three children in his seventies. He never lifted weights. He never had to starve himself to make weights. He always. Well, what do you eat? A lot of herring and garlic. What, what, what did your father eat? A lot of herring and garlic. I'm sorry, we need the call screen to actually work the calls. What did your father eat? Herring and garlic? My father ate lots of Greek food. Mediterranean Greek food. We were of Greek descent. Well, you say your mother was a child? This is not. This is a family show here. What do you mean a child? How old was she? My father. My mother was 24. My father was 68. Okay, at least you got the joke. Okay, so you had an older guy father, very young mother. Then they got married, lots of children, and he was a, a fit guy, and he didn't work out. And what you're saying is this poor guy who died, Dmitry Stukov, uh, who promoted healthy living, was not le- leading a healthy life. You're implying he probably used steroids, right? My, okay. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I would never, I would never use them. So I think that that's rational. I think, I think that that I – th- I can't hear you because no one's running the board properly. Thank you for the call. 855-407-282. The call screen is supposed to modulate the things. It's very complicated. Uh, so here we are. We're at the end of the road here today. Can Trump repeat the miracle of 2016? Nate Silver may be wrong again. San Francisco hate paper calls the violent Antifa uh, uh, vermin in the streets critics after they break open the jaw of a black Trump supporter. Another Antifa vermin threw a torch into a police car. He was arrested. He will soon be released with Soros money. Twitter removes Dr. Atlas' tweet about masks being worthless. And that's the world we're living in. That's the world as it is. And that is the Savage Nation. If you missed any of my wit and wisdom today, it'll be posted as a, what do you call Oh, yeah, podcast. (laughs) Shortly on michaelsavage.com and wherever podcasts are heard. Thank you for living, and may God bless you. America. The Westwood One Podcast Network.